Conversations That Matter podcast. My name is John Harris. We are going to talk about some country music today. I know uh, that's not a topic I usually talk about, but uh, some of you may know. I, I do like country music when it's real country music. I, I don't know what they're playing on the radio today because it doesn't sound like country most of the time, but there are still a few songs and a few artists I like. Um, Blake Shelton, there's there's a greater chance that I'll like his music than others just because he still sounds kind of traditional. He's been in the business since like the 90s, and so he um, he still has some of that that traditional sound, and that's what I appreciate. But um, he just came out with a new song, and I thought I, I gotta I gotta go over this song. And I, you know, Blake Shelton's never gonna see this video probably, but there's part of me that wishes he would because I want to kind of plead with him. To be honest with you, um, and it's not just him; it's a lot of uh, country music artists who come from more conservative backgrounds in rural Middle America, from the Bible Belt. Usually, their parents are probably Christians, or they come from a Christian culture. And they're familiar with church. Church, you know, even today, church uh, is a theme in country songs. It, it, there'll be references to church or references to the Bible or, or the King James or something like that. And, um, and it, it, it's sad because I think there are some saved country music singers. I think like Josh Turner sounds like he's probably a, a true believer. Um, I know years ago, now, now he's had a stroke, but Randy Travis... Uh, was pretty outspoken, and there's been there's been a few singers over the years. Um, of course, I think all of them will probably claim on some level some version of Christianity. Uh, but um, but Blake Shelton uh, put out a song that just typifies kind of Southern culture uh, when it comes to traditional religion and Christianity in particular, um, and and kind of just that that the Christian culture that, that exists for those who aren't actually Christians, right? Cause there, there are, there's a higher percentage of Christians, I think in the South. There, I don't think there's any doubt about that in my mind, but there's also a lot of people who, who think they are because they have all the outward trappings and traditions, but they're not, they, they haven't actually trusted Christ for salvation. They act, they haven't repented and put their trust in Christ. They're trusting their own works on some level. And Blake Shelton is one of those people still thinks it's somehow, you know, I think of the Alan Jackson song, uh, you know, he says, where I come from, it's cornbread and chicken and working hard to get to heaven. It's like, you will, and I don't think he's Catholic. So it's like, where did you, you know, um, even Catholics wouldn't phrase it that way. So it's like, where did you get this impression? But that, the thing is, that is the, you can have even the best culture that's the most clear uh, about the gospel, woven into the culture itself, woven into the sermons and you know, it could be you could be getting stellar teaching, but the natural tendency of men is to want to take credit for things, to want to brag, to want to um, try to work themselves into a situation where they are worthy of something, and if they're not, to get depressed that they didn't meet the standard in their mind. That's every religion but Christianity. True Christianity is is a works righteousness of some kind. It's some, and sometimes it's hidden, sometimes, but it's always there somehow. The woke Christianity is that as well. There's always a way that it seems like they try to sneak in the law into the gospel somehow. The law becomes so important and you got to do these certain things or else you're not like a real authentic Christian or you don't have the full gospel or something along those lines. Well, I want to talk about um, Christianity that is just cultural and there's no, because look, it's good to have Christian influence, Christianity influencing culture. You want a culture that's Christian. You want cultural Christianity. Uh, everyone wants to raise their kids if they're Christians in that kind of a culture. But you don't want someone thinking that they're authentic or that they're a believer just because they live in that culture. And I know this is 
kind of obvious to all of you, but I'm going to read the lyrics to this song by Blake Shelton. It's called Bible Verses, and it just it made me sad when I heard this because it's it's actually it's a nice song, it's nice sounding, but it's it's the cry of a man who is depressed, who's lost, but knows that there's something to the Bible. There's something about it that's true. He respects it, but he just sees himself falling short. And you know what it's missing is the gospel. So let's read it. It says, I ain't ever worn a halo. Don't suppose I ever will as far as saving me goes. It's a battle up a hill, but I'm keep climbing, trying, fighting. You just think of Luther, right? Striving there. Got a King James in the dresser and I take it out sometimes, but Lord knows I ain't measured up to what's inside. And they say that that's okay, but I keep praying for the day. Now, this line particularly struck me. I think the line that said, and they say that that's okay, I said, I'm going to do this on the show. I'm going to talk about this song. Because the they say that that's okay is, he's talking about other Christians, I think, there. He's saying that, hey, other Christians are saying, it's okay that I don't measure up. And he's saying, but no, it's not. His soul demands justice. He knows he's committed, he's broken the law of God. He knows that. And no matter what anyone else says to try to appease his conscience, you see this in the social justice movement too, no matter what happens, trying to appease your conscience that you're not racist or you're not complicit or whatever, it never works. You never feel like you've achieved it. And it's sad to, to, to hear the crying of someone who's, who's never achieved it. Um, but he, he says, but I keep praying for the day. So he, does, he hasn't given up hope, but that one day, what's the hope in though? The hope is in himself, that one day he'll measure up to what the Bible says about how he should live. And he, he's hoping that one day it happens. And then he says that, that I can open up that good book and heaven don't look like it's out of reach when it feels like those apostles are giving me the gospel and not the third degree. I just want it to read like Bible verses and not the Bible verses me. He's, he's enchained he, he, to sin. He's, he's, every time he gets convicted when he opens it up, he realizes he falls short. And this is a great place for Blake Shelton to be. It's a great place for anyone to be if they are if they don't have the gospel because this is the starting point to realize that you are in sin that you've broken God's law if you if you are denying that and suppressing that then there you know you you, you can't go to the next step of here's what Jesus has done but if you, you admit it and you know that you're wrong and you're wicked and you're evil and the law has done its work which is sounds like it's done that for Blake Shelton unless it's just a song that the you know some author wrote and he doesn't I mean he's singing it so I'm assuming he he means this to some degree um, the, he, he, you know, the fields, the fields are ripe. And so I'm going to read the rest and then I'll read some, I want to read for you from second Corinthians. Anyways, he says, I woke up in last night's clothes and it's whiskey on my lips. If God's looking down, I know he's really looking down on this. Wow. The view of God he has, right? God's not outstretching his hand, ready to forgive because of what Christ has done. No, God is, God's just looking down, ready to punish him. This is this is apart for, this is life apart from the gospel because apart from the gospel there's truth in this. God is ready to pour out his wrath. Um but it doesn't have to be that way. <laughs> he says, "But I have faith that I can change. I keep praying for the day." Faith's in himself that I can open up the book and heaven don't look like it's out of reach and he he recites the course again. And he says, "I'm just trying to give myself a little grace." 
Again, you know, he's putting himself in the position of God. Only God can give grace. He's trying to find what you can only find in God in himself and, and in others. Till those words, he says, and me get on the same page. So this is, this is a song. I think it's supposed to be kind of inspirational about self-improvement-ish, but it's depressing too. I don't know which it is. It's kind of a mixture. And I'm not going to play it just because I know that it's going to flag all the algorithms that say I'm violating copyright if I play it. But you can go listen to it if you want to hear it. It's acoustic. It's kind of soft. And it seems heartfelt. I want to read for you, though. This is from Second Corinthians. This is the book. And if Blake Shelton ever watches this or anyone who's a country singer that feels similar or anyone who feels similar, they don't have to be a country singer or living in the Bible Belt. This is what Paul says in Second Corinthians. He says, Therefore, verse 17, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. I mean, this is what Blake Shelton's longing for. The old has passed away. The new has come. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. He doesn't say it's because... I was able to muster up some ability to achieve a standard that I set for myself. Or one day I just did it. I finally lived the way that I was supposed to live. And I'm new because of that. I'm new because I followed the law. And that was the motivation. Actually, in verse 14, it says, Christ's love compels us. <laughs> it, it's the love of Christ. And the love of Christ is what makes the difference here. And if you're in him... I'll explain what that is, uh, then you're a new creation. And that's from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's trespasses against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. God has not counted men's trespasses against them. That's what that's what people like Blake Shelton need, not to have their trespasses counted against them. Not, not, it's not some external law that's going to motivate them to finally do better. The law can't do that. The law condemns. It's the love of Christ that compels. It's, it's um, the sanctification, becoming new, is from God. It's a fruit of being in Christ. And... The being in Christ means your trespasses aren't, um, they don't count against you because Christ has taken them. And here's, here's where Paul explains justification. He says, therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. God made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That's the gospel message. That's the gospel message. God took Christ and he put on him all our failure to keep the law and all our sin, all the breaking of the law that we've done. Christ took that on himself. And the exchange is that we then became the righteousness of God. Christ is the righteousness of God, but he made us the righteousness of God because we're in him. And so th this is, you know, I was thinking about this, this, this ministry of reconciliation, because oftentimes the social justice movement likes to bring this up as like, 
well, this is racial reconciliation, guys, and you know we're given this ministry of reconciliation. You look at the context of this. The context of this is for people like Blake Shelton. The context of this, the reconciliation is what Christ has done to take away sin, to make people trophies of his grace, to make them new, to make them different, to make them, if Blake Shelton really wants to achieve that, I mean, I mean it must be so frustrating knowing the standard exists, knowing there's probably people in your community or people you've known that were good Christians and you can't, you can't seem to do it. You can't seem to measure up. Your sin keeps getting in the way. And your only hope somehow is to muster it up within yourself and one day you're just going to do it. Well, the people that are like that, that, that Blake Shelton probably knows, didn't get there because they just mustered it up in themselves. If they did, they were just putting on an act and they weren't really, <laughs> truly walking with the Lord. They weren't in Christ. The way to get there is to let the love of Christ compel you to come to him to get forgiveness. And all it requires is faith in him. It's, it's really nothing more than that. We're saved by grace through faith. Uh, and if it's a repentant faith, of course, but it, 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 is, it is faith. It is because of what Christ has done in his work, not our works. And I know that's review for most of you. But I wanted to put it out there for people who might be watching this who are not regular listeners, but maybe the algorithm favored you looking this up because it has Blake Shelton's name in the title and you like the song. And I would compel you uh, and per try to persuade you to repent of your sin, put your trust in Christ Jesus, cling to his finished work on your behalf, what he has done to pay the price for your sin, to satisfy the wrath of God so that you don't have to bear that wrath and you can be in a right relationship with God. And it is possible to live a, a life um, that is more and more conformed to Christ, that is more holy every day. It is possible to one day be with him in heaven, to be with God and be perfect in his sight because of something he did, not something you did. But it starts with not just the humility of realizing that you're sinful, but the humility of realizing you can't do anything about it. Blake Shelton can't do anything about it. There's nothing he can do to change his relationship with God and stop uh, the sinning. He can trade one sin for another, but he can't stop the kind of sinning that he's doing or escape the penalty of that sin, more importantly, without being in Christ, without putting his trust in someone else and saying, I can't do this. I am not good enough myself, but it's because the Lord Jesus Christ has died for me and because I can, um, because he has paid the price for my sin. And as the, the verse here says, that God made him to be sin on my behalf, that I can stand before the presence of God and not melt like a candle. So I just want to put that out there. Um, quick episode. Just wanted to give the gospel to those who might be fans of this song. I hope that was helpful. God bless. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.